I've been excited for this show. So we're going to talk about Mandalorian yeah, episodes five through eight, which were great. So I thought the second half was really good. I didn't feel like there was a slow episode through that second half. I feel like it just went too fast. Yeah, no, they, they've gotten the pacing right for the most part. Um, they do leave a lot of bigger story aspects for the last two episodes of the season but every episode is kind of standalone it's just different adventure with the mandalorian you know this happening to him or him going this place such and such but yeah i'm really satisfied with it i just can't wait for more now well it's really building more on the relationship between him and this child Mm -hmm. or the foundling as they call it the child the child and there there's this like emphasis on protecting this this creature mm-hmm. and oh, i was so bummed out though in this episode i mean at the end of this episode it, it was pr- it was pretty brutal episode five yeah mm-hmm. episode five was i would say it was pretty action-packed um they were just trying to get away um they get pretty much held up and things just go awry and that scene that that ending scene you know you know what i'm talking about what, what is the mm-hmm. name of the creature he's writing again the dubek the dubek Oh my gosh, that's Those slow that guys. thing was just you're, you're like, there's no way those meters. I thought for sure though that the stormtroopers were just gonna miss the whole time with, with their shots, mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, they landed one, they actually got one, and it was brutal. <laughs> yeah, wait, you know what I'm talking about? No, that's not this episode. That wasn't that wasn't on episode five. No, that was episode oh, seven. that's episode seven. What oh my gosh, I'm, I'm way ahead. I am so sorry. Well, I watched. I watched uh, five and six pretty close together, so I'm so sorry. I got way ahead. <laughs> Backtrack. Oh, no. This is the one where the Mandalorian has to land on Tatooine. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, it happens to be Mos Eisley, and he runs into Amy Sedaris. That's right. With the crazy curly and, hair and the little helper droids. And she's angry at him, right? Mm-hmm. For what? We don't even know. Uh, Some past. Uh, no, it was the money, wasn't it? Oh, it was money. Yeah, you're right. Because he didn't have any or something. He had to get a part for his ship. So he owed her. But but then uh, she 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 takes care of him anyway. She Well, he didn't tell her about the child. Oh, right, right, the right. The child was just on board the ship. And he's like, I got to do this. <laughs> oh, that's right. She was funny, even though she's not trying to. Mm-hmm. And, and then uh, she fixes up his vehicle and then charges him extra for babysitting, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's the way it should be. Now I remember the episode. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> Everything's yeah, no, just melted he, together. He goes into that cantina and he runs into uh, that guy Toro. Oh, right, um, right. Bobby Cannavale's uh, son in real life. Oh, that's who that is? Yeah, that's why he looks familiar to me. <laughs> I was wondering. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. That he's like, oh, I'm just trying to earn my rank. I want to be a bounty hunter. And so they team up to try and find this Fennec Shand. Well, I have this sneaking suspicion from the beginning that he wasn't like being completely honest. There was just like this feeling that I had that there was something sketchy going on. Oh, yeah. You picked up on that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because he was being too similar to like a like a savvy like Han Solo wannabe. Right, right. But I don't I figured, you know, they're not going to play that trope again like it wasn't gonna keep going on episode after episode yeah that's what i felt like yeah yeah they go and you know he needs to make some money so they team up together he's uh he's he's mouthy a little bit you know he's a young guy and he's excited to be a bounty hunter and actually get a bounty but fennec is known to be like a very deadly person so you know he needs the mandalorian Mm, as his backup i mean they kind of both do their fair share they both do enough he doesn't just like you know sit back and relax like oh you take care of it. True, yeah, yeah. He they they both um, they play well together. I mean, as far as uh, taking down taking them down, 
Now, what I was worried about is that there wouldn't be a twist with this character at the end, oh, and you they would and they would keep him for like every episode after that oh. as like the quirky sidekick. Oh yeah, I'm so glad they didn't do that. No, I didn't think so. I felt like he was gonna die from from the moment. Really? Yeah, I don't know yeah. why. Because almost everybody dies in the show. It feels like it, <laughs> right? Um, but uh, I felt like, didn't he kill the other bounty hunter in the desert? The, pr- the prisoner or something? Well, the next well let's jump into the end of the episode. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, it is okay. They they track this this bounty and she's, you know, trying to pick him off. And they, you know, they sneak up to her in the middle of the night. And the, the dewback, remember, they find that the dewback is the one where it has the bounty hunter still strapped to him. All right. Although he's dead. Yeah. But yeah, they they capture the bounty, but then he Pelly is left with her and he's saying this whole thing about like blah blah, blah I don't care about taking you in alive, I'll just kill you. <laughs> more or less. More or less. Yeah, that's so he shoots much what her. Happens. Um and that was and that was it for that one. But it got the Mandalorian enough money to pay back the uh, repair officer, Emma Sedaris, and yeah, she had a little bit of fun. Huh. And Pelly tries to, you know, kidnap the child, remember? That's right, yeah, right. There's an attempt. Yeah. Which people in this show, they're not worried, like, the child is an important factor to everybody, but I keep noticing, like, you know, there's no, like, real worry about somebody accidentally shooting the child. Yeah, I, I or know. Or him like, falling on the child after almost... he got shot. Well, and I think in the first episode or second episode, they're like dead or alive, right? Mm-hmm. Like they don't need it necessarily alive. Maybe they freeze it later and they just need the, I don't know. I don't know if I dare say it. I don't know where they're going with it. So The the juicy goodness inside. They're, yeah, it's force power. I don't know. Mm, those midichlorians are delicious. <laughs> Wouldn't that be messed up if the Mandalorian in the first episode didn't have the change of heart and he just froze the child in carbonite? Oh, First collection, it, it he just be, sees his little baby it Yoda. It would be so much easier, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, come on. If you, if we had that technology and it was safe, what parent wouldn't do that and go to work and come home? And then I, I was thinking prisons first, <laughs> but yeah. So, I, went right, I went right to babysitting. <laughs> Gosh, that's it's the wrong. worst time out. It is wrong. They'll age slower. <laughs> Anyways. But they'll be blind. <laughs> oh, for for three hours <laughs> however long it is yeah right right but yeah that's funny <laughs> i never thought of that no if he just took it like any other bounty just like freeze it <laughs> that would be easier but luckily for us we get to see the cute little child in every episode and he's fine yeah he is actually he, he doesn't get shot he doesn't get burned he doesn't he gets punched in the face in one episode ah. i'm skipping way ahead but it happens or punched anyway that was brutal yeah but he's still okay yeah resilient uh but going to chapter six okay prisoners so that one oh that's the one with his old crew right it's mando's old crew and it's is this the one this is the one where they're like yeah man we need you to help us get this one guy out the twi'lek the twi'lek i've never seen a male one yeah me neither i don't think yeah. they've ever had one other than maybe some animated shows but i don't watch those i yeah i haven't i haven't i don't know that i've ever seen one even on animated i can't remember that was male i mean this was the one that I knew that there was going to be at least a couple guest stars because Bill Burr months ago said, like, I'm doing the Star Wars thing, which is weird because I'm not even a Star Wars fan. Oh. It's like, OK, cool. All right. That's kind of cool. It wasn't a bit. It wasn't a bad episode at all. You know, yeah, it wasn't bad. Once again, it's more self-contained than anything. Luckily, it's not really pushing the child. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Not too much, at least. But you got Bill Burr there. You got Clancy Brown as basically Satan. He, I kept thinking dude. about um, yeah, Red Death. 
He did look like Red Death. Well, he did the voice of Red Death in Venture oh, Brothers. Oh, he did. Oh, that's right. So it was that and the voice. Oh, that made it. Oh, I know. Devaronian. Devaronian. There you go. Because in A New Hope, there was like Space one Satans. of those in the cantina. Right. So we're like, oh, it's just a devil. Whatever. Isn't there one in episode two or as well? Don't make me rewatch that I one. won't. In the bar. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't like your face. No, I'm just kidding. That's not <laughs> no, that's a new one. That's another guy. Uh, but yeah, they get this this team together. Natalia, um, uh, the woman Twi'lek, or sorry, Zian, uh, the woman Twi'lek. Um, it's her brother. That's right. That yeah. they're trying to capture and rescue. But yeah, it's it, it goes on the old trope of like, hey, this is the old crew. You know, we're just gonna do it for one more job, kind of thing. And of course, you know, one last double, heist. Yeah, of course they double cross the Mandalorian. Even though they so respect him up. and he helps them through a lot. He doesn't believe in killing anymore just for the sake of killing. Right. He hates droids and, man, he shows it. But, yeah, as soon as they get her brother out of prison, they just throw him in there and just let him suffer on his own. But he's resourceful enough to He gets get his way out. And, yeah, and, and, dude, I mean, systematically he's taking them down one by one. Um, I think the only time he struggles is with the, the, the Vorian. That one's a pretty brutal scene, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, t- it took him a while to get that guy down. Yeah. <laughs> No, he's a he's a big hulking guy, right? And then he gives, um, yeah, that guy was. I mean, that was a good fight. That was there's there some good fight sequences in that one. Mm-hmm. I'd say overall, I would say the whole show is season, done really yeah. well. Yeah, with fights because you know sometimes they can get kind of lame. Oh yeah, um, oh. but yeah, that was good. Or too over the top and rehearsed, like episode three, right? Right. Um, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, I just rewatched that on disney plus just for fun and i was like yeah the final battle between obi-wan and anakin is like this big old thing but yeah you can tell like it's super choreographed yeah it was too much like too much no i gotcha but this, this is one a good balance yeah it's a good balance it feels more natural at least in the sense of the universe the star wars universe right but yeah that's, that's pretty much that one and yeah. he alerts uh <laughs> he does he, he alerts the republic you know, that this shady guy that hired him is doing God knows what. But yeah, you just have some X-Wings at the end, just blast. Yeah, they just shoot up the... Just blast his ship. That's pretty cool how it, how he ends up doing that. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Making them pay. Yeah. yeah I like that episode. That was good. It's kind of weird. Bill Burr just kind of played Bill Burr, and it worked. Because <laughs> he's just a mercenary. Yeah. Right. That's so funny. But I like him. So it was, it was a good scene in his face. Uh, the droid in that one, Richard Ioade. Mm-hmm. I didn't recognize that it was his voice, and they barely used him. So I was like, "Yeah, that's kind of a waste." He did. Uh, he directed one of my favorite indie movies, really called uh, Summary. Oh no way! Yeah, it's really good. Huh. But yeah, I felt like he was a little bit wasted there. That's sad, man. Yeah. But yeah. Still good. Good episode. You know, doesn't go against many conventions like that of like the last final job. We have this bank heist <laughs> kind of thing, right? But going into episode seven, The Reckoning. See, that one, that's the one. Was that the one I was talking about <laughs> when I ruined? That one at the very end of the episode, yeah. Dang. So Mr. Carl Weathers comes back. Right, right. Grief, Karga. And he's got, uh, he's he's pleading with Mando to be like, you know, help me out. Help me double cross this guy. He's not going to go away unless you and I join up, basically. Because the town's been overrun by the Imperial And he troopers. hates it. And he could get him back in the guild and make everything okay if you do this one thing. And Mando's like, you better not be double-crossing me again, you know. Yeah. He's he's really cautious about it. Yeah. 
Which I don't know Carl Weathers' endgame in this, like his character's endgame. It's hard to know. It's hard to tell, and I guess, you know, that's something that they might want to save for later. But it seems like he just wants to make money. He just wants to make money. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, there's nothing both Carl Weathers and the character just want to make money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) And maybe get a stew on. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, what his true agenda is, but um, it it seemed genuine in this, but I was kind of waiting for it to go south. Mm-hmm. And then because um, he has those those bounty hunters with him, right? That are, I mean, they're gone in like two minutes anyway. Yeah, but the Mandalorian brings Kara and Quill, and and they're fine. They're yeah. So it's basically now the three of them with Carl Weathers going into town and try to you know fake give up the child. So they can take back the town. Doesn't quite go that way. Well, and what's interesting, too, is um, he's got that robot that he reprogrammed, and, and Mando doesn't trust it. IG-11, yeah. The Taika Waititi droid. Yeah. But um, but he's he's reprogrammed it into a nurse bot, mm-hmm. and um, he's kind of unsure of it. Because Mandalorian hates every Robots. kind of droid. Yeah, yeah just hand, hands down. So um, it's kind of interesting. And then um, they've got this plan, but they don't want to endanger the baby, the child, the foundling. So they send it off with, uh, is it Quill? The, is he the Gug, the Gugnot? What, what Ugnot. Ugnot. Uh, boy, I'm bad with these species names. But um, but he's, he's, he's just the, you know, the Ugnots are always the ones that are like good at building droids and stuff. Right. Like in uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, they're, they're putting they together. kind of put C-3PO back together. All right, right. <laughs> yeah. That was on Cloud City, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So he, he's one of my favorite characters, you know. So uh, Mando says, hey, take the child. We're going to just take its carrier mm-hmm. and make them think we have it and see if we can pull this off. And they end up meeting with. Yeah, no, they just call him the client. The client. So, yeah, the client. They meet with the client and he's like freaking out. Yeah. He's like. Let's open it up and let's see it. And and there's more stormtroopers than they recently discussed. He's got more people that seem suspicious. Mm-hmm. And they're about to open it, which I was like, oh, man, it's going down. I was hoping they would have, like, a gun inside of it that would just fire as soon as it opened. Or a bomb or something, you know? You were thinking of Breaking Bad, weren't you? I was. No. Uh, that would have been appropriate, though, for the, who shows up next. But um, instead, he gets a holovision call or whatever. So he goes to answer it, and it's... Um, Moff Gideon. Yeah, what in the world, man? That was and, crazy. And he mows his own people down. He mows down Werner Herzog. Like a true, true evil guy. Yeah. Yeah. Giancarlo Esposito is great at that. He is good. And you know what? I've met him before. Super yeah. short guy, super nice. Oh, I bet. Super nice. The nicest, shortest guys are the best dictators. I put on a screen protector for him. He was like, this looks wonderful. It's like, oh, thank you. This looks wonderful. Wow, that's great. I can't do, I can't do an impression, but yeah. That's cool. Yeah. He's, he's super short, you though. Know, and I, I kept thinking like, yeah, like some of the stormtroopers are a little bit taller than him. But it's okay. I think Ben Kingsley said the same thing when he sold him a Lobo dog. <laughs> Just kidding. That's awesome. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see him in this. I forgot that yeah. he was in the trailer. I, I don't even remember him in the trailer. They they showed him for like two seconds. Really? But yeah, waiting huh. until the very end of the season. He was a nice film. surprise, man. I you thought. know, it's not a nice surprise. Yeah. Yeah. What? Quill. Oh yeah, that broke my heart, man. I wanted to see more. So Quill actually has the child mm-hmm. um, in the desert, not in the town, and he's he's caught by some stormtroopers and he's running to a ship. So hopefully he can fly away or IG Eleven would help him out. Uh, he doesn't make it. They were running so slow. 
Yeah. And he was running slow enough for them to get a good, decent shot. I, I guess, you know, sometimes stormtroopers, if it's they, if you're slow enough, they, they can, can hit, hit you. you. And, and then they pick up the baby and they're like riding off with it. Mm-hmm. And then in episode eight, it's actually pretty funny in the old episode eight. Yeah. They have a really long, like, it reminded me of Troops. You remember Troops? Yeah. From, oh, yeah. Like the first internet. Like um, viral video. Viral video. Yeah. It's like crazy. That's pretty. It was, it was, it's like it Star Wars and Cops it. if you've never seen it before. Yeah. Google it if you haven't seen it. That's a little fan made project. It's, it's funny. It's pretty funny. But it's, it's kind of like that, um, which is weird because it's uh, Jason Sudeikis and Adam Pally. Oh, but they're just like, you Shooting know, the breeze. Yeah. They're waiting for their commands, see if they should go back into town or not. And one of them wants to see the child. The other one like keeps hitting. He's like, no, I'm not going to look at it. It's not our job. Shut up. Whack. And then they're like shooting cans or something. They're trying they to. Miss. They're trying to. <laughs> I love that. They're trying to. This that... is really a fan favorite yeah. scene, you know. It's a nice little break from all the craziness, <laughs> and especially after the downer of the last episode. It's a good way to start it off. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I enjoyed it. But then IG-11, man, guns a-blazing. Dude, I know. We didn't that expect great. that. Yeah, I didn't no. expect that. I am I was just glad that they gave Taika Waititi more to, more do. to do. Right. It, instead of just, gosh, it was the first episode that he was in that one. And then Mandalorian shoots him. But yeah, he goes into full defense mode, kills those guys, goes into town with the kid and just wreaks havoc. That was funny. Yeah. Actually, it was, uh, it was pretty, that was, that was a good save. Yeah. But, but before that happened, they they uh, one guy did reach in there and it bit him mm-hmm. and he punches it. Mm-hmm. The kids were like, "Oh, they punched a baby. That's not right." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's it's not a fifty right. year old baby. It is a fifty year old baby with the force." No okay. reason to punch it. I know, I know. I was like, "That's Disney kids. That's Disney for you." <laughs> At least he didn't get Bambied or Bambi dead. I li- no, 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 different universe. At least he didn't get robed one. Robed one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at least he didn't get rogued one. <laughs> Just nuked down yeah. with everybody in it. That's <laughs> so no. funny. Oh, man. So, yeah, that was a good start off to the episode. And then they're pinned down and they're trying to get out of there. Pretty much the whole episode. Yeah. And, I mean, how did they even get out of there the first time? Because they're running the whole episode. You're right. Yeah. So, did they go through the sewers that time? They went through the sewers. Um, okay. So, IG-11 caused enough of a distraction he took out quite a few troopers, and then uh, the rest of them kind of rush out, the Mandalorian and Kara and um, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Grief. Um, but, yeah, the Mandalorian gets his bell rung pretty hard. Yeah, he wants them to leave him. Yeah, well, he was in that big explosion. Right. It kind of makes sense. That's true. And we actually see his, uh, his face, which is forbidden. Yeah, so yeah. it's forbidden for any living beings to see uh, Mandalorian's face. But Kara and Grief and the child go into the sewers to find this underground uh, where the Mandalorians were hiding. It's a little underground bunker. Mm-hmm. But IG-11 stays with the Mandalorian, uh, and he's the only one to see his face. He takes well, his mask off. He says, I'm not a living thing. Don't worry about it. The only way I can save you is to see your fi- take your helmet off. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what he does to him, actually, to be honest. I don't remember seeing what... It, it was a back to spray because he like okay. got knocked in the head and he was bleeding. Okay. So it was like a like Just a cure all of... or something. Oh, okay. But before that, remember the child uses his force powers again on that flame mm-hmm. trooper mm-hmm. and just incinerates. Oh, him. that was yeah. cool that scene. Was cool. I forgot about. And that. it proves like everybody's heard all these murmurings like this child is special, blah blah blah. But only the Mandalorian has really seen, seen it. it. That's true. But now, now they all see it. Now they all and see it. And it saved them all. Mm-hmm. That was a cool scene. And they they find the little 
sanctuary of the Mandalorians, and the armor is the only one left. Yeah, there's like this pile of armor they just left. Oh, they didn't leave it. Well, they were talking about all the blaster shots right, right. on the helmets. So after this, after the big fight, and I think it was episode three when the Mandalorian left that planet, they were sought out and destroyed. They were sought out and destroyed, probably by you know these Imperial troops. Mm-hmm. That's probably what brought the Imperial troops to this planet. Bummer. So it's kind of the Mandalorian's fault. Well, but. Um, what's her? What's the armor name? Armor's name? They just call her the armor. The armor. That's a hard name. They should have called her the forger or something. But uh, she doesn't blame him for it, and then she charges him with the the duty of taking this family and being its father until it finds its kind. Mm-hmm. So now he has to find its kind. That's the way. Because that's the way. And then and then she gives him his new insignia Which and makes is, him a uh, clan of two. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty interesting. Yeah, it's cool. They're, I, I like how they're giving a lot more story to the Mandalorians. It's cool. Like their like their background and what they believe and all this stuff. It's a very samurai western. Yeah, which I mm-hmm. like. And you know, of course, we talked about this. They make this show like a western, so it works. Yeah, it, I think it's honestly more interesting than the religious aspect of Jedi and Sith. Yeah, because that's been done a lot. And we'll get to this well, later. More but... so Jedi than Sith. Yeah, Sith's still mystery. I would like to see more Sith. Yeah, to find out what it is they actually truly because we don't really. I mean, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk more about it later. But anyway, but yeah, it just it's good to see like another group of people with another set of ideals. Yeah, and the Mandalorians. Yeah, they're they're obviously making it up now. It was never thought out, you know, forty years ago. But you know, they're they're keeping it compelling and interesting. Well, and this race of people that are almost extinct. Well, it's interesting how convoluted it is because she tells them that these people were of a religion that was the religion of their enemy, mm-hmm. but he's charged to find their this people and return this foundling back to their people. And he's like, I'm supposed to return this powerful creature to its people, the people that is our enemy. <laughs> and she goes, this is the way. <laughs> well, yeah. and he's like, yes, this is the way. Because <laughs> the the Yoda people, I don't think that they have a species name for it yet. No, that we, not that we've heard. Yeah, but the Yoda people, I guess they're supposed to be very peaceful people, like the Jedi. Mm. And yeah, the Mandalorians, not so much. They believe that you know they're kind of like yeah, samurais or monks or cowboys. Mm-hmm. They're mercenaries. They believe in the way of the gun, right? Not uh, peaceful way of the. So it is kind of your enemy if you're a Mandalorian. But the Mandalorian, you know. He's gonna finish his job. He's gonna get him home. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting next season to see how that turns out. But that scene where she's waiting there for the troopers and she takes him down was awesome. Oh yeah, I was waiting for that. I wasn't sure. I thought she was, you know, they were gonna just either shoot her or arrest her, but she she showed up, man. I'm glad. That was great. I was kind of hoping that she would bring out like a big hammer or something. That's what I was thinking, but no, it, just her regular tools. It's very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. I'm glad that they kept her alive. Me too. But uh, going into the lava river, which is the only way out, you have that weird R2 unit with yeah. like, the long legs. R2-6. Whatever. Or R2-D6. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> R2-D4. <laughs> R420. No. R4x4. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it could have been R4x4. That's a Tonka truck. <laughs> but it was the river sticks, dude. <laughs> it, totally, it really it totally was. was. <laughs> Yeah, uh, IG Eleven sacrifices himself because yeah. he can't. He still can't be captured um, alive, but he also can't defend the baby. Well, and he runs all the possible outcomes uh-huh. supposedly. But I'm, I'm like, why didn't they just throw a grenade ahead? I don't think yeah. they had any left. No, because right. um, the Mandalorian says he doesn't have any charges when they're trying to open the grate to the sewer. 
But but remember, he uses like three of them on the on the Tie Fighter to blow off the wing. Maybe that was different. Ones. I don't know. But but maybe he needed them for that. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? Maybe they're not grenades or charges. Or yeah. yeah, okay, whatever. But anyway, it was a he, Mandalorian's all upset. He was attached to these droids. So this droid. the one droid, yeah, yeah. He's like, but we need you. And he kept saying that, but we need you. And well, they did. He kicks butt. Yeah, he did. He kicks butt and he protected the foundling. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's always hard to lose a good sitter. You know, you miss uh, them. Like when you have someone you can depend on, it sucks when they're gone. <laughs> it really does, man. Like it's really hard. You'll miss it. <laughs> Aww. You know, you'll find another sitter, and that one will be awesome t- until they go to college. Aww. <laughs> just kidding. But anyway, or blow themselves up for your job. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then they so they blow he blows himself up, kills all the uh, stormtroopers waiting at the exit of the lava river. Yeah. Right, and then. Moff Gideon. Dude, that guy just wouldn't quit, man. That's good. Yeah. And, I wouldn't expect any less from him. And that stormtrooper, what's that chick's name? She can't hit nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's following the stormtrooper way. Yeah. Well, it's a big Gatling I'm man. just kidding. I was I, just going yeah. with the stormtrooper yeah. vibe. But anyway, Mando finally puts on his jetpack that he got last minute from the armor. The armor. And man, I wasn't sure. The flight of Phoenix was going to happen or not? Yeah, because it's like a it's like a coming of age thing for the Mandalorians. You have to like earn it, right? So I mean, he 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 shot up, and it totally reminded me of Boba Fett. And I thought of you when when he used his <sighs> his wire. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh no, I don't know if Robert's going to like that. <laughs> but it was a cool scene. It was, Jackie, um, you know, she's not a huge Star Wars fan. Oh. She was digging that episode. She was like worried for him and um i mean that there was it got pretty hairy there you know he was gonna get thrown off and well and tumbling and through these eight episodes you care more and more about the mandalorian they do show you some more flashbacks of him so you really start to care for him right oh we learned his name we totally forgot yeah dean jardine dean jardine just crazy that's his father's name or dean jardine or dean jardine i don't know i'll never learn it mando mando's easier this name's too just hard din. Din. at least it wasn't boba anything you know or Jenga. Boba T. Jenga game. Yeah. It was a yeah. Boba Frick, like in the last movie. I Bo- mean, in the movie. Boba Fart. <laughs> but he takes down the, the TIE Fighter. Uh-huh. And, of course, you don't see, you know. If, if we don't know if, if he survived. Well, no, we do. No, we do. No, I mean, at first. Right first, yeah. You don't know if Moff Gideon survived. But right. you kind of thinking, of course, he is. Until they show it at the very end, which... I forgot what I was looking at for a second. I was like, what is coming out? He has like a... It was black. Yeah, he has like a black blade coming out. It was it, a it, black it took me Swiss... A, it took me a minute. I was like... It was a black that... Swiss Army lightsaber. It's a black lightsaber. It looks really cool. It does look really cool. No, it does. Better than... Yeah, this is, this episode is all spoilers. Anyway, but yeah. I think it's cooler than Ray's new lightsaber. Really? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, would, I don't know. Yellow's kind of cool too. I like the black better, but... Blacks are but I didn't get to see it up close. See what it looks like, but it looks shorter and the shape's different. Yeah, that it comes out cool. like an actual blade. At the yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was wondering. I was like, is that supposed to be a lightsaber? Yeah, it's, it looks cool. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. I liked it. So it was a shock and it was surprising. Yeah. So the Mandalorian has his mission. You know, he needs to find this home. He's going to be the father for the child until he finds the home. Uh, Kara and Grief decide to stay in the town and clean up. But yeah, nobody knows that Moff Gideon is still alive that's, and that's where they leave it they leave us wanting more eight episodes went by fast man they did and that and then before i know it, he's in his ship he's taking off and uh the little baby's sucking on the the insignia he thought he'd never see again the the necklace the and then he says why don't you go ahead and keep that 
Mandalorian necklace. Yeah. Hold on to that for me. Yeah. She got your slobber on it, you little punk. And then they go. <laughs> <laughs> so overall, yeah. For the for the first season, what are your thoughts? I'm pretty happy with the first season. Um, it had that one slow episode, but I didn't hate it. Which one? The episode four. Mm-hmm. That was it. I mean, and it wasn't a bad episode. I just felt like nothing really happened, you know? Well, and some people are saying that about the whole series, but I'm like, no, Not things really. happen. Yeah. It's all about the it's all about the development and the dialogue and all these different characters. Mm-hmm. So it's the Mandalorian going on a set of adventures. It's not just one overall adventure. Right, 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 right. Although it does lead to, you know, something that re- is referenced from episode one. But I like, I like that. And it does take a lot more as- new aspects that fit into the universe. Right. Which I'm kind of glad because they really need to expand this universe of Star Wars. And with Rise of Skywalker being the final... In, the final movie in the Skywalker saga, like this gives them room to grow. Yeah, I would say we so. Desperately need yeah. Star Wars. It, it, it would be nice to expand, especially upon um, different species. Different species, yeah. different religions, like yeah. Mandalorian um, rules. Which, yeah, we talked about this with the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, they only ever bring up like there's a Jedi and there's a Sith, and those are only two religions. Yeah, but there's nothing in the middle. There's totally stuff in the middle. You know that there's Oh, sure, be. sure. But they don't really talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's Mandalorian, I do highly recommend. Um, if you're a Star Wars fan, you're going to get the most out of it, but you don't necessarily have to be one. No. Um, if you're a fan of Westerns, you know, watch it. Even if you're just kind of a passive fan of Star Wars, because I know some people don't, you know, watch all the movies or they're not crazy about all the movies. I think this is the one we're seeing. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean... It's standalone. It's standalone, and you don't have to have any. You you don't even have to see any of the movies, really. Like you said, but I mean, you can not like Star Wars and like this because it's it's a little different. It feels a little bit like Firefly. Mm -hmm. I mean, which has that space western vibe. I like it. It it reminds me of a video game when I was a kid. I just can't remember the name. But you were a space pirate. You started out as a privateer. You could work your way up, but I can't remember the name of the game. It was old really old like pc game i can't think of the name it was fun i, I couldn't it was tell you so fun the but, closest oh, well. pc game that i can think of is like the original XCOM, mm-hmm. where you have a team of humans with like a cybernetic like armor and laser mm-hmm. guns and stuff like that and you go to these different missions where there's aliens hiding in in the uh, fog of war mm. so it's, it's more like a strategy like horror game mm-hmm. because you don't know when a you know snake alien is just going to come up in front of you because you can only take two paces because it's oh, turn-based. Oh, right, 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 right. And every time you shoot, every time you move, that's a turn. Oh, man. It's one of those. But eh, it, it, that didn't have, like, the Western feeling like that. That was more of a horror. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure what game you're talking about, but... The game yeah. I was talking about was almost like Oregon Trail, but space. <laughs> space Trail? I don't yeah, know. yeah. It, it's very... Yeah, but I can't remember. Maybe it was Privateer. Privateer. I don't remember. I'll have to look it up. Oh, wow. So anyway, it doesn't matter. That was Mandalorian, Mandalorian season one. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Go watch it. 